0: This is exactly why important games matter and you don't fully tank. It's next on Locked On Jazz. bum 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 pow you are locked on jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is the March 14th edition of Locked On Jazz. The Utah Jazz fall to the Miami Heat yesterday, but by looking at the final five or six plays of the game, what we will see is why important games matter, why you don't want to fully tank, and how the Jazz are progressing and what they have to learn. Plus, another example of that. Playing unique defenses, doing different things along the way and learning from it and pl- and Finding out about guys. We're going to do all that today, plus a little late game watch, and we'll do our lottery to wrap it up. It's all today on Locked on Jazz. I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and hopefully making it way better to be a Jazz fan each and every day. Thank you so much for making Locked on Jazz your first listen. We are free and available on all podcasting apps as well as on YouTube. Join our YouTube community. It's available for you. Uh, Excited to have you aboard. Chat with friends. Be a part of it. It's all all good stuff there in YouTube. Thanks so much uh, for jumping aboard the program today. Uh, We do have our brand new subtext group for some of them joined in. I think there were like nine people who got the return of Empty the noggin after the game. They got a little update from me in the middle of the Ball game. I think they even got a third quarter halftime and a third quarter updates of things I was watching late in the ball game. Uh, so that's for you if you want to join in. It is joinsubtext dot slash locked on jazz. It is a fourteen day free trial. You can decide whether it's worth it, and then it is going to be four ninety nine a month. on's launching this. So subtext dot com slash locked on jazz, and then you also can uh, interact with me one on one directly. Uh, it, for those nine or ten of you that are doing it, I'll probably get bored on the plane at some point and throw out a text to you uh, that says send me your questions. Let's go back and forth for a little bit. Uh, we'll do it kind of pre-games every now and then. We'll chat. We'll do things like that. So it'll be a fun, fun kind of exclusive group uh, for those of you who have been longtime long time locked on Jazz people. Excited to have you bored. All right, let's get to it. Um, I want to just walk through the final plays last night. And let me be clear. The Jazz are the number two offense in clutch games this year. They've, they've really been great. Last night, to me, is an example of of, like, where we still need to develop, okay? And and it's not, like, develop like someone's doing something wrong. It's just youth experience, new opportunities. So the game, it's 114-113 it's with 320 left. And Simone, um we, we run a play. Simone flares out, drives to the basket exactly as you'd want. And just a great defensive play by Jimmy Butler to block it that's just like a big time play after that we just make mistakes and they're fine like fine but you're going you got to learn 250 left we're down one and horton tucker who you know is really learning how to play the game tries to lob a pass into walker kessler with two guys around him i'm sure he saw something it's just not the play. Even if Walker catches it, it's not the play. Um, it was our 17th turnover of the game. It was Talon's sixth. Like He's trying to make a play. I love the fact he's trying to make a play. The way you get better is you try to make plays. It's all good. But that's like that's why it's great that we're playing games that matter, that are close, that have something on the line, because what ends up happening is Talon learns from that. Like That was a bad pass. That was an ill-advised decision. Okay, so so B. Here's the ones that are most interesting to me. With 250 left, we go get the ball to Lowry Markkinen. And this is a comment that was made by Will Hardy early. And I'm watching the plays. Um, for those of you who are watching YouTube and wondering why I'm looking to the left. Will Hardy talked about that almost everything they've done all year with Lowry Markkinen is getting him the ball on the move. That he comes off curls. And early in the game, we did a great job of... He got, ball, he got plays on the curls, and he got open on curls. And, you know, they run this action out of the corner where if you go under it, he pops out for a three. And if you trail him, then he takes a tight route to the middle. And as the game went on, Miami got better and better guarding this. So we're trying to get the ball to Lowry. And, and I, the, what I saw on this road trip, and I don't know how to explain this correctly, I saw us do specific things throughout the road trip that were based on long-term development. In other words, we're going to play to win, but while we're playing to win, we're going to run Lowry off a double stagger pick and roll, which might not be our most efficient play, might not actually be the best play we can run, but it's the play Lowry has to learn to understand that three years from now, when we're going to be great, Lowry's going to run that play. Walker Kessler guarding Markel Fultz. Walker Kessler guarding kind of everyone last night. That probably doesn't give us the best chance to win last night, but it does begin to develop the skills and the development of what we have to have to win in X amount of years. So that's what I saw throughout the whole trip, just time and time again. And I think we saw it late in the game last night. So with 2.20 left, 2.30 left, Lowry gets the ball, left elbow, isolated, On a smaller guy, I think it might have been Gabe Vincent, who's 6'3", tough as hell, but 6'3", and now Lowry's got to go to work. Like, Lowry's got, and, and what Will was talking about, sorry, I don't know if I finished that thought. What Will was talking about was that what the next step for Lowry is, he's getting all this stuff on curls on the move, is can he create his own momentum? So right now, the offense creates some momentum. He comes off a curl, he's moving, he catches on the fly, he makes a play. Can Lowry create his own momentum? So in this case, Lowry's got the ball. He's stationary. He's at the left elbow. Bam Adebayo shadowing him. Lowry's trying to work a right-hand dribble. He's got his left shoulder into the defender. He's 15 feet out. And he retreats back a little bit because of Bam Adebayo. Then he starts a second time. Then he swings through on Adebayo and able to control the dribble. Earlier this year, that ball gets knocked away. Um, there was a play against Dallas on this road trip where we did something similar. Kyrie was up into Lowry, and he's able to power through it. And, and Lowry gets across the lane and puts up a running right-hand hook. He's short with it. He then is just a beast, gets his own rebound, gets fouled, etc. But there it is. That's a major—he misses the shot, right? We don't score, frankly. It's a major development piece. We, uh, there's a foul on Butler, so we, bring, we get the ball back. And we get the ball back, and the video is now, because it's NBA.com, no longer available, even though it was available two minutes ago. Here it goes. Okay, so this time we actually now go back to getting Lowry on the move. So Lowry comes off a Kessler pick. The spacing's not ideal. Lowry comes around and keeps the left-hand dribble Left-hand dribble, not right-hand dribble, left-hand dribble. Like development right here. Keeps it alive and actually brings it up high and around a defender who reaches at it, gets into the lane. I thought got blasted by Bam out of Bayou. I have not complained about officials very often this year. Um, and I thought, and I'm rewatching it, and there's just no question that's a foul. Like, we just got jacked on that. God, that's brutal. Like... Bayou jumps. He's not vertical. There's no freaking part of that that's not a foul. That's just crap. I've, like, had no plays all year where I've been upset. That's a foul. So, anyway, and there it is. Lowry goes to best. He should have drawn the foul, and then you would have seen that's where he's at his best. And so you're seeing those little development pieces. Then, with 151 left... We're gonna get Eric Reed in the background again. Um NBA gives me it's a, Lowry tries it again from stationary, nowhere to go, and he ends up missing a 17 footer where he really doesn't make progress. And then and then we have the two rookie mistakes. Then we have Fontecchio shoving in the back on the review. Good challenge by Spolster, one of the best challenges of the year. Might have won him the game. And then Abaji, it's great. Like there's a bunch of things to the Bashi play that's super interesting. Like, I actually talked about this on, with Tim, and I'm a proponent of down two, shooting the three to win the game. I think, and it's actually just happened over the year. You actually, there was a live, there was an edition of Locked on Jazz where I just kind of, like, came upon it. Like, your odds are just much better to win the game. Um, but I love the fact that, like, Ochai's on the floor in that moment. You know, we tried to run a high, we ran a, Pick and roll or pick and flare with a Horton Tucker where Abhie came up. The next guy up was Lowry. They overplay it. Horton Tucker makes the right read. That's terrific. Right? We talked about the wrong read earlier. He makes the right read. He gives the baji the ball. A has a gap. He doesn't hesitate. He takes a hard left-hand drive to the rack. This is a major important moment in his career. Atabayou comes over and I thought during live action, you can hear my play, I thought he could have handed it to Walker. Okay, fine. Like, he could have handed it to Walker. But, like, what an experience. Like, he now has had more important moments probably than Jalen Green has had in his entire career in Houston already. Like, these are the things, my subtext group has already heard that. Like, these are the moments that matter. And this is why, like, well, what are we doing? Why aren't we losing every game? Why aren't we tanking? Why? Because these moments matter. Like, I don't know, because I'm not a good enough basketball guy, but I'm going to guess maybe a coach might look at this and say, hey, Walker, you could have taken one step in a different direction to open yourself up more for Ochai. Hey, Ochai. I mean, Ochai's going full blast, driving to the rim with four seconds left in a ballgame. Like, I got it. Like, and Bam makes a great play. And Jimmy Butler made a great play earlier. And Miami's veteran All-Stars made great plays, and they won the game. Tyler Hero was one of eight, and you saw him take extra time and take that shot and hit it. So... Anyway, that's why these games matter. It's just so much learning, so much opportunity, so many things to go on uh, right there. And I just thought the final moments of that game were it. And, yeah, okay, it would have been super great to win that game. Um, But we didn't. Today's show is brought to you by Murdoch Hyundai, located at 4646 South State Street, also located in Logan and in Linden. The Hyundai car, the most bang for the buck. I tell you about it all the time. I did all the research. I looked into it. I looked at what I was going to buy. And for what I could get, safety-wise, value, features, at the price, was no question on Hyundai. So what I would suggest for you, if you're looking for a car in the market right now, is go look at Hyundai. You have to make the decision whether you like the look, whether that's the brand you want, all those kind of decisions about buying a car that seems to be more than just whether you get the best, you know, whether it's the best value. You decide that. but. At least stop by and look and see what you can get at Murdoch Hyundai. Located 4646 South State Street. Also located in Logan and Linden. Why don't you also send me a note first at dlock09 at gmail.com. I'll give you the VIP treatment with Cam in Salt Lake and with Jake in Logan. If you're going up to Linden, let me know as well. We can arrange it for you there as well. It's all at Murdoch Hyundai. I want to welcome a new sponsor onto our program. It is called Ibotta. Uh, and you can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns $120 a year in real cash back. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip or could use cash back to buy a flight or whatever you want. For $120, it could be like, yeah, like go to... Yeah. Typical basket of groceries was over $50 more expensive at the end of 2022 than the beginning. You can earn two and a half times that in cash back from Ibotta, or even more depending on how you use Ibotta. Ibotta gives you real cash back, not points. Other apps give you points. They don't amount to much, but with Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your PayPal or your gift bank accounts. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands, retailers, retailers, When you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta's averaging, locked on jazz listeners, $5 just for trying Ibotta. Use the promo code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store, Google Play, download the free Ibotta app, and use the promo code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in Google Play or App Store and use the code LOCKED. Thanks so much for making Locked On Jazz your first listen of the day. For your next listen, if you want an update on all of what's going on with the NFL free agency, Locked On Sports today. I was just listening to it. Now I am still in Miami. We're flying today. If you're trying to figure out what's going on here, I'm. Can I just? Can I brag? Can I like? Come on. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, up at seven, in the gym seven ten. Busted out my new workout, which uh, Barnett Frank are or Frank. Barnett Frank, yeah, Barnett Frank. Our um, woo dyslexia never kills, just confuses. Um, Who is he's really? I don't know if he's. I don't know his exact title, and I've screwed up titles. Sean Sheldon, I owe you an apology. Called you our video coordinator. You're not your assistant coach. My fault. I'm really sorry. My bad. That was earlier on the trip. A B's our video coordinator. I know that. Oops. Um, Anyway, um, not anyway. That was bad on my part. But so uh, Barnett gave me this new workout on the treadmill where you pretty quickly have it up at, like, max treadmill at 3.5 and then go for 40 minutes to try to deal with an injury I have. And it's been great, and I actually, like, incredible to have, like, a medical staff that, like, looked at me for 14 days because my injury is gone and I feel 100% better, which is probably why I got up at 7 o'clock in the morning. So And then I went to Whole Foods, and then I got my breakfast. I'm super proud of how efficient I've been on a travel day when I could have just rolled out of bed. So, anyway, efficiency Okay, you guys just know I'm a freak. Just, I share my little stories. We're all part of the group. You, how about you send me a note, by the way, about what you're most proud of today? I wanna hear from you. What's the best part of your day? That's, I think I've told you guys that. Um, have I? Oh, I am babbling now. Um, so, I have this thing I do where every time I see someone, not every time, but most time I see someone, um, I ask them what the best part, best thing that's happened to them in the day. And the reason is, cause one, I'd rather have a positive conversation than a negative conversation. And two, sometimes it's uplifting and it's like, great, you hear something that makes you happy. And it usually ends with everyone smiling. It's a lot better than the bull crap where everyone says like, hey, how are you? Well, actually, no one cares. So no one, everyone's asked a question. Okay, I actually would be really interested in knowing the best thing that's happening day. It's cool. So I do that every time I see someone, if I'm checking in at a restaurant or something like, hi, what's the best thing that's happened in your day? They're all taken aback. Everyone thinks it's really weird. My kids get super embarrassed. Um... But I think it's cool. I think it's a fun way to get a positive interaction, hear positive stuff. I I actually, like, truthfully, like, if you've had a crappy day, like, and you're not, like, one of my best friends in the world, I actually don't want to hear about it. Like, if I'm being totally honest, it's not like I'm so altruistic, great person. I actually don't want your negative mojo. So I'm actually just trying to make sure I get your positive mojo. That's really what it is. All right. And then hopefully I put you in a positive light because you say it. All right. Let's stop that. Um, One of the things we're trying to do right now as an organization, is find out. Like I, and I kind of back earlier made this comment. This has kind of been reoccurring that it was somewhere recently where the Justin Zanuck made the comment, like, we're going to finish the year and we're going to know. And I, there was a little bit of a feeling, I think, inside the Jazz organization that when they cut Jared Butler, that they didn't really know. It was no one's fault. Like, we were trying to win a championship, and so you don't maybe do things the way you you know you don't give guys just time and right now kind of to that same ilk we're giving guys time we don't have a lot of other guys to play um but Simone Fontecchio is a really cool story right now like he was great last night he had 20 points in the first half he was unplayable at the beginning of this trip unplayable and we kept playing him he was so bad there was like a moment where it was like oh my gosh you can't put him on the floor and last night he played 30 minutes. He had 23 points. He had five rebounds. He had an assist and a steal. Like, this is kind of, again, the beauty of important. If this is a game where you've won 15 games, what gets super hard about that is, like, can you actually take what his performance was and have it be credible? But last night in Miami, 14th, 13th, 14th game of a road trip, day of a road trip, Against a team that's desperate for a win, who's really good defensively, that's legitimate. That's a legitimate performance right there by Simone, and and that, and you kind of link that that that's been coming. His confidence didn't really waver, and now he's had three or four really really good games, and we've got another fifteen to go. Find out more about him, maybe a little less. I, I wish it was fifteen because I wish there was more games to call. Thirteen, sad. Um, and so you, you begin to learn a little bit. Like, Will's talked about his athleticism being better than, than people expect. We've seen that. Um, and we've seen him try to make plays. Like, that driver gets blocked by Jimmy Butler. He's trying to make a play. He's not just spot shooting on the outside. Um, you know, I, I, I think these, like, Talon, frankly, wasn't, you know, Talon had to learn something. Like, Talon played what I would call, this is a Sloan term, Talon played backwards. I, I think we've, if any of us have ever played golf and had a good round, your next round sucks right? It, it, you you try to, if you go out on a Tuesday and you play really, really good golf, um, it could be any other sport, skiing, whatever, whatever sport you play, and you have a really, really good day on Tuesday, could be mountain biking. You go back out on Thursday, you try to recreate Tuesday. You don't actually ride Thursday. You try to recreate Tuesday. What Talon tried to do the other night, understandably, was recreate the the mojo and the, and the energy that he had in the previous game, and he couldn't find it, and then he had a, Tough night. He had went three of thirteen. He had eight assists, but he also had six turnovers. He had a tougher night. Chris Chris Dunn played pretty well last night. The and so you're trying to find out like that's an experience. Um, uh, you know, to be totally honest with you, I can tell you the night that the best game I've ever called in my entire life like happened to be, and then I was terrible for like the next four games because I played backwards. I tried to go recreate. The feeling I had on that given night instead of calling the game that I was calling for about the next four games until I suddenly realized what I was doing. And I thought, you know, OK, well, Talon's never come off a game of that nature. Like it was definitely the talk around the team. Like I went over and talked to Talon at shoot around and was like I talked to Taylor all the time. Talon's probably the guy I've talked to the most of anybody on this whole team, him or Kelly um, I, in the locker room before games. They're there and I go chat with him with some regularity and. So I was just came over and was like, hey, that was just super fun to watch. Like, great job. Like, that was the extent of it. Like, it wasn't the usual conversation or things like that. Like, and so it was just kind of still constant. So it was in his head. And so he's trying to recreate it, and proving to do it again. And he didn't have a good night. These are all just pieces of the puzzle, of the process, of what you're trying to learn as you go on. And it's been, it's really cool to watch. I mean, on the, so the, the and, and I think what's actually cool here is to not think about them as negative or positive. So, yeah, Simone's is certainly positive that he came through that stretch. Nate, Talens could seem to be negative, but it's not negative until you find out how he deals with it, right? And like on the other one, like, Damian Jones was fairly feckless last night. Like, he just didn't impact the game. Like, so, okay, why? Like, And then can we work with him and figure out? Because, you know, I was talking to scout before the game, and they were like, I really like this kid. I've always liked this kid. And then you got Walker. Like, last night, Miami shot five of 16 when Walker was the closest defender. Another monster defensive night by Walker Kessler. It's pretty amazing. The other one that's happening, by the way, a little bit is Ochai. I'm gonna have to dig into this, and maybe I'll do this on the plane. But Ochai defended 17 shots last night. Like he's becoming our primary defensive player, and I, th- and and there are some nights here where he's he's really good. Frankly, Ochai like Ochai development. Ochai was really good last night. He was not so great on some of these other nights on this trip. That's fine. Like, And you have to like go beyond him just whether he's making shots or not. Like His three-point shooting is dropped considerably as the trip's gone on as he's playing 30 minutes a night and as he has the responsibility of guarding the best offensive player on the other team, and it, and then he just learned to do that. So the, this is why I think... You just kind of have to understand. Uh, the Jazz did some interesting defensive things last night that I want to touch on just because, again, I think it fits into this. They're trying all sorts of stuff. Um, I'm behind on late game, uh, but Ron and I watched a few, so I'm going to touch on that, and then we'll do we'll play the lottery because um, that's what we do every day on the show, Although we didn't do it yesterday. Um, so that's all as we continue here on today's show. Okay, it is that time of year for you to jump aboard and have some fun because... FanDuel.com slash locked on. And it is March, and there's lots of basketball. And new customers get the no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. There's going to be a ton of basketball on television all weekend long, and this will be really fun to do with FanDuel. That's what I'm telling you. That was really weird. Jim Gaffigan, her voice. Uh I'm a little funky. I think I've been gone for too long. I think I need to go home. I think this show is a little off the rails. But anyway, FanDuel, you can build your best bets, do all the sorts of fun, player props, player points, rebounds, assists. See so many more exclusive bets like two times three, which is two three-pointers in the first three minutes. Don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in the bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Do you guys have the feeling, having followed me on this road trip, that I actually have gone off the rails today? That I'm, I'm unhinged? I don't think I'm unhinged. I think I'm a little wacky. Uh, though You know, here's a little tidbit for you about road trips. I really think we'll all get on the bus today and not say a word to each other. Like, we've just all been together a lot. It's all good. I love Thurl. I love Bowler. But, like, an interesting one to me was last night I came back. I'm a little obsessed about this right now, but I came back from the game last night, and I went to the gym. Like, I just didn't have it. And then Holly texted me, and her son was here, and so we I went down and saw her and her son, which was awesome. Um, I had wonderful dinner with Holly the night before. i had a wonderful dinner with Evan or lunch kind of with Evan, I've, you know, a lot saw a lot of, this trip has been so great um, from just a team standpoint. Like I got to know a bunch of guys better. I, a lot of time with players and interaction. Like the trip's been amazing from a work standpoint, but like it's, it's time to not see these people anymore and time to see my wife and child um, and children, but one of them's in college. So um, I do think this is like, it's time, like, let's go. All right. Um, Here's what we did last night I've not seen a team do before. Um, Whenever they went to the post or had an isolation on the wing, which they run a lot of side stuff, we doubled. So the first thing we did is we didn't naturally guard. Like, the natural matchup you expected wasn't there. So Bam Adebayo wasn't being guarded by by, like, our center all the time. What we did do, though, is have kind of the guy you would expect to maybe guard them were kind of one player removed. And so we would, the ball would go into Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo and we would double from the the top guy and then the minute the double was there, the original guy guarding would leave. It was super interesting. And then whoever just came and doubled would take the assignment. So the offensive player thinks I'm being doubled, then isn't being doubled. And then his passing window is gone. And I thought it had a really big impact on the game last night. I thought it really... I've never seen it before. Um, It was really creative. Uh, Alex Jensen had the scout. I don't know where it came from. And it was... uh, It worked. And it's pretty interesting. Now, it probably works on the post. But it's an interesting idea that, like, you're sending a double, player sees double, thinks double, but you're actually rotating out of it almost immediately. Defense has got to change in this league. The offenses are kicking the defense's butt. Like, we talked last night with Will about the idea that maybe zone comes back a little bit. I don't know if I think that's true. So something has to happen. All right, late game watch. Um, These are all old because, well, just because they are. Um, Brooklyn, Minnesota the other night was really interesting. I kind of like Brooklyn. They're turning the whole game over to Spencer Dinwiddie. Not, and Mikel Bridges is coming. Like, I'll tell you that. Mikel Bridges is coming. Um, but they're turning the whole game over to Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie decided that he had to attack Gobert. For, like, three straight possessions, got nothing. Rudy was great. But then New Brooklyn doesn't really have a center, so then Brooklyn spaced it. And... We had the, t- you know, Dinwiddie drives and kicks to Dorian Finney-Smith in the corner and Rudy can't get out to Dorian Finney-Smith for a three. And then there's another play where Dinwiddie drives and Rudy can't get over to stop the drive because he's caught in the corner. And it was kind of symbolic to like, okay, this is where, okay, Dinwiddie went old school and tried to attack Rudy on isolation and Rudy killed him. And then they spaced the floor and took advantage of all the little things um, that Rudy has issues with. I like I I talked to some people with Brooklyn recently too. <clears throat> I don't know if that team wins a lot of games, but that's Mikel Bridges is good. Like Mikel Bridges is the Lowry Markinen of that trade, the Shea Gilgis Alexander of that tra- of the Paul George trade. Um and and Dinwiddie plays. I mean, Dinwiddie's really good too. Like they got good players. They're, I don't think they can win a playoff series, but they're not gonna go away easily. Uh Miami Orlando we watched when that went to overtime. Jamal Mosley, up two, head coach of Orlando, did not foul Jimmy Butler, who dribbled four times before hitting a three to push it into overtime. But then Orlando won in overtime. Miami was really dead. That's why Miami, just that was a massive, important game last night for Miami. Jalen Suggs is interesting. He plays so hard. He does so many things right. His shooting numbers are historically bad for a second-year player. He's beginning to make shots, but he might be worth a flyer. They've got a lot of players. They're going to have two more first-round draft picks. I don't know if they would get out from under him. He's going to be expensive because his rookie deal's coming up. But it's interesting. Um, He's interesting to me. The shooting numbers are so horrific. There's never been a player in the history of the NBA who's had these shooting numbers after 90 games and turned in to be a viable player. So it might be absurd. But, boy, he does a lot of things, plays super hard, does – um works at it. Wendell Carter Jr. was back for Orlando. He changes their entire team. Like they're seven and 15 when he doesn't play. When he plays, he changes everything. I-, I love Wendell Carter Jr. I've always loved Wendell Carter Jr. I wonder whether Wendell Carter Jr. could be our third big. I don't know how. It's probably expensive. It's probably too much. But could you have Walker, Kessler, Lowry, Market, and Wendell Carter Jr.? I just think, I don't know that Wendell Carter Jr. can play the four. But if Lowry plays some five with Wendell Carter Jr. and you're fine. The only thing is, I don't know that you can play Kessler and Carter Jr. together ever. So that probably hurts you. But I think you can switch with Wendell Carter Jr. I think he takes up a lot of. Sp- I really like that guy. Um, Atlanta, Washington, um, Quinn's running all of his horn stuff, flaring out for Trey. Uh, Atlanta's horrific defensively. Horrific. Like they're just a straight line to the rim. Like, he's trying to use Clint Capella as Rudy Gobert, and Clint Capella can't move anymore. Um, So that's not good. All right, that was our late-game watch. Um, Let us have a little fun to wrap the show. All right, we are sitting in the following draft position as of today. We are the 11th pick, and Minnesota is 17th. And Philadelphia's 27th. So 17 and 27 will stay the same. We play the lottery, and the number one pick of the NBA draft goes to the San Antonio Spurs. Victor Wembanyama going to the Spurs, the number two pick of the draft, to the Utah Jazz. The Jazz leave with Scoot Henderson in the number two pick of the draft. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Detroit, Chicago, Houston, Charlotte, Orlando. And Chicago saves their pick, by the way, if it's a top four pick. So they would be all right. Uh, Orlando, Indiana, Washington, Portland, Toronto. New Orleans back to back, Oklahoma City, Minnesota holding at 17 and 27. So we get the second pick of the NBA draft. Thanks for tuning in. It is Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. I'm part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If you'd like to join our subtext, it's joinsubtext.com slash locked on jazz. That's joinsubtext.com slash locked on jazz. Have a great one. See you.